And now, from our studios in Kansas City, Sci-Fi For Me Radio is live from the bunker. Gentlemen, start your engines! Booster, go. Retro, go. Vital, we go fly. Guidance, guidance, go. Atomic battery, power. Engine, go blind. Econ. We're go flight. GNC, we're go. Tell me, go. Control, go flight. Procedures. Go. Inco. Go. FAO. We are go. I'm completely operational and all my circuits are functioning perfectly. Network. Go. Discovery. Go. Capcom. We're go fly. Our circuits on. Flux capacitor. Flexing. Engine running. Launch control. This is Houston. We are go for launch. Let's rock and roll. Ready to move up. Engage. Have fun storming the castle. Live from the bunker. The little radio show that could, but hasn't yet. It's Sci-Fi For Me Radio. That's right, we are live from the bunker, only we're not at the bunker today. We are at the green room. And that is how things started. Welcome, everyone. And thank you for joining us. That was the opening for our very first show way back in 2014. Hello, everyone. We are live from the bunker. My name is Jason Hunt. I am the editor here at Sci-Fi for Me. Still trying to figure out these four monitors. I keep wanting to go up with my mouse to this uh, last monitor over here, and it's not. It's to the right it's not to the up how's everybody doing today the chat's open comments are open we have an email live from the bunker at sci-fi for me.com we have a newsletter you can sign up for i need to send one out i keep saying that i keep getting buried under everything else we're on all the socials and your comments and feedback are always welcome. If you prefer consuming your shows in podcast form, then uh, we are available on a number of different podcast player platforms. You can check us out there. And let's get to it because it's been a crazy week. It's been a crazy couple of weeks. Uh, but it's been... <laughs> I guess I guess this is kind of par for the course now since, uh, you know, with the year being the way it is. But uh, yesterday, uh, we hit a milestone at this particular program, and it is uh, something that I made note of, but we were talking about Richard Donner yesterday. So I didn't get to it, but uh, I do want to uh, spend a little time Maybe not a full hour, because that would seem maybe a little self-indulgent, unless you guys want to go for an hour. Uh, but we passed the one-year mark for the revival of this show. It was July 6th of 2020, where we brought back Live from the Bunker in its current form. And 
it, it certainly has evolved, and we've talked about that, and I'm not going to get too terribly deep in the weeds for that because you've heard those stories before. It started off as a, as a call-in show that nobody called into. Back in 2014, and uh, it has it evolved over the years into a, a an interview show, and then I had a program on on uh, Twitch called uh, um, "Chilling with Pineapple" for a while, which was basically the talk show edition, and I and I've merged those two into this one program, bringing live from the bunker back. My preference is for this show to be an interview uh, program. Uh, I like having guests. I like having conversations with people, even if it's people uh, with whom I don't agree. doesn't necessarily mean that uh, you're going to be a bad guest or it's going to be a bad conversation. I like having a variety of people uh, here. But, uh, yeah, it is, uh, it's a crazy time to be doing this kind of thing. I mean, you look at what's going on in the world right now, you know, uh, Trump has decided to, uh, issue class action lawsuits against the CEOs of Google and Facebook and Twitter. You've got the president of Haiti being assassinated. You have, uh. Uh, all of the the looting and the the ne'er do wells in San Francisco. I I don't know what they have against Neiman Marcus, but you know, I mean, come on. And I never thought I would live to see the day where I would be uh, living under the threat of nuclear bombardment from my own president. It's been a nuts year. It's been a very very crazy crazy year. Um, Mrs. Boss. I have just noticed something here. My closed captioning, uh, the closed captioning widget that I have on OBS, heard nuclear bombardment as nuclear bomb Barbara. I I don't. This microphone can't hear you that well. That microphone. Can't. Kind of like the Rush Limbaugh parody song from back in the day during Gulf War of Bomb Iran. Do you remember that? I do not. Bomb Iraq, I mean. No. And it was to the Beach Boys. Oh. Barbara Ann. Yes. Except it was. Yes. And this was before I knew Joe Paggs, obviously, who right. does his parodies. But that is one that has stuck in my head for. Oh, Lord. That would have been Paul Shanklin doing those. I think he still does them. That was, what, the early 90s? Long time ago. Early 90s, late 80s? Yeah. (sighs) Yeah. But, I mean, politics aside, it's just been one of those things. And and we've got a number of uh, weird things happening in uh, genre. Apparently, people are trying to uh, sabotage and torpedo the um, the Black Widow screening. Apparently, it's I I I haven't kept up on the criticisms about it, but. Some people are making it out to be something that it's not, and some people are criticizing it for doing something that it doesn't. I, I, I don't know. It's, it's, there, there, is no, there is no objective 
truth in the media anymore. Uh, everybody, everybody's got an agenda. Everybody's got their thing that they want to do. They're, they're, it's just bizarre world here. Uh, hello, Mazurus. Yes, uh, guest office dog. Uh, yeah, we have we have a guest. Uh, he's he's here just temporarily. We're house sitting uh, an office dog, so he comes with us to the office, and he's rather rather large. So um, anyway, yes, his name is Wilson, and uh, <coughs> um. And I can tell you, and Mrs. Boss, I forgot I forgot to mention this, but you know we have we have the sleep number bed, right? And it's got the app that that counts how long we've been in thing. Well, apparently I I looked at my I looked at my sleep number app this morning and it says you got in bed at at you know at such and such time. I was like, no, I didn't get in bed till two o'clock in the morning. Oh wait. So apparently Wilson has decided that he's got some spots that he likes to to sleep on. And I guess the sleep number bed thinks that I'm I'm actually someplace that I'm not. It's it's kind of like pre-recording a show where I can be in two places at once. Uh only only I don't derive any benefit from somebody else sleeping for me, I guess. So one of those things so anyway, all right. So, um, so yeah, this show started back in 2014, uh, actually on March 23rd, our fifth anniversary. And I don't know. I I don't I don't know if I've got a favorite guest interview that we've done, and we've done so many of them. I mean, we've had uh, we've had Joe Joe Haldeman on here. We've had um, uh, now I'm drawing a blank. Mercedes Lackey's been on here. David Levine's been here. Um, I do have an interview that I've yet to to do anything with, and I keep kicking myself because I need to. Uh, last last year, the year before, oh, was it two years ago now? Wow. All right. So when when did the first Shazam movie come out with Zachary Levi? Was that was it? No. It wasn't 2017, was it? No. When did when did the the first Shazam come out? But back back then, I I did it. Okay, 2019. Thank you. I didn't think I'd been sitting on it that long. I did an interview with the original Captain Marvel on television, Jackson Bostwick, and I have. Uh, I've yeah because we had so many different things happen all at once in in the time, and it was March fifteenth of twenty nineteen. Thank you, Masers. Uh, I did an interview with Jackson Boswick and have not done anything with it, and I keep kicking myself because originally it was recorded. It was a phone a phone conversation that we recorded, and the original plan was to do it as a podcast that we just put on the on the dot com. And then our video stuff blew up, and I found myself concentrating on all of that. So I've still got an interview with Jackson Bostwick about his time as Captain Marvel and Shazam and his career you know, outside of that, that I need to do something with. It has yet to see the light of day, and I need to get that out, and I feel really bad about that. 
because I don't normally I don't normally set something aside and then forget about it. Um, it's happened a couple of times, uh, and and I don't I don't. Let's see what was this one that uh, the the monstre the the one we recorded back in October that didn't air until last month. So yeah, it it happens every now and again, but not a lot. And and I try. Uh, I try, I try to be good. I try to be good about that. So what are we talking about today? I mean, it's one year since this show relaunched. We've had a number of conversations with a lot of different people. We broke the, you know, we've broken Twitter once. And I'm not sure that I want to do it again. Uh, but at the same, What? Uh, did we break Reddit with Manny Cotto? Oh, okay. Okay, so, so maybe we, maybe we've done it twice. We broke Twitter with the Gary Gygax, with the Ernie Gygax, uh, interview. And I guess we broke, uh, broke Reddit with the Manny Cotto interview that we did on Deep Space Minds. So, hey, we've accomplished a couple of things. Our current subscriber count over on YouTube is sitting at 1888. It continues to climb gradually, one subscriber at a time. And it's it's gratifying to see. Uh, at the same time, it would be nice to see some of those numbers come up over on Odyssey because I have a feeling that YouTube is about to go through another upheaval, shall we say? I mean, and it doesn't have anything to do with the lawsuit that Trump's bringing against Google. It it, it I'm looking at some of the activity that people are talking about with the one strike and you're out uh, stuff that's going on. Um, and there's a new thing. Just some guy did a video on it. There's a new plan that YouTube is rolling out to license music. Uh, and it does not seem to be a very equitable deal for YouTube creators. Now, we have a license that we pay for through Storyblocks, so it's not going to affect us. Uh, but uh, we have had those instances where we get copyright claims on music that we're using through our license, and it's a third party called AdRev based out of Los Angeles that, that does these grabs, and we have to fight them, and you know, we've been dealing with that for a while. But this new deal with YouTube heavily favors the music publishers, the, the, the recording uh, labels. And it, it's to the point where certain, if you use a certain amount of a, of a particular piece of music, uh, they could end up getting 70% of the ad revenue that comes off of that video, no matter how much you use and how much of a percentage it is of the video's total runtime itself. So, uh, it just one thing after another, after another, after another, I think YouTube continues to try to figure themselves out in a way that's, you know, they they keep claiming to be on the side of creators, but their actions speak otherwise. And it really does feel like they're stealthily, or maybe not, maybe not so stealthily, 
but they are definitely leaning in toward corporate media rather than independent media. So it it would behoove us to be on other platforms because YouTube, I think, is is doing their very dead level best to run us all out uh, at at the very least get us all so frustrated to the point where the, where we leave and save them the trouble of kicking us out so i don't know so odyssey.com is where we have parked another channel and we broadcast both to youtube and facebook and odyssey all together so uh, I do encourage you to check us out over there as well. All right, so what else have we got going? Um, you've got, uh, we've, we dropped a new Salacious Crumbs last night with the uh, latest Star Wars news. Tomorrow night we've got a Ranker Pit. Oh, that's that's the other thing that I was going to ask you about, Mrs. Boss. Because last night on Salacious Crumbs, you mentioned... A surprise in the offing for tomorrow night's Ranker Pit. You you said something about oh we may have a surprise for you and I I my face kind of did that little scrunchy. So what me, are you talking about? Because I got confused. I don't with, know of any plans for anything. With everything that we've discussed in regards to me doing you know, any type of on air yes. and practicing. I got smart once again and uh -uh. I pulled up from what we normally put when, you know, in the past when like McKenna has done her stuff. So I was reading the bottom of, and you know, once she gets through all of her stuff and she goes through the final rant, yes. I could either sit there and circle through and try to fish everything out and do it terribly wrong or I can just butcher what we already have written. So I decided to butcher what we already had written. So I was reading what we so, had written. So and you that were was reading there. you were reading a script from a past show. Well, I was reading the bottom of the script because that script never changes unless you go in there and change it because we have some type of update. Right. So I'm assuming that as I was reading it, that was an update from whenever the last time McKenna had used it. Okay. So I was smart and then failed miserably about being smart i see all right well you know that's what you get with live sh action on the air Li live live action what's a sh what's a action <sighs> okay so no surprise tomorrow night ladies and gentlemen we are going to have <laughs> a, a ranker pit uh tomorrow night at 9 p.m eastern 8 central i have no idea what we're going to be talking about we will probably talk a little bit about leslie headland's interview at the rap on uh on the acolyte i'm not feeling very sanguine about it uh, i know star wars theory has done a video about it he's not uh well he's he's concerned he says i think so we'll see. We'll see. Uh, let me ask you this. Would would it be of interest to anyone uh, for us to collaborate more with other YouTube creators and other channels? So, so far, we have not done a whole lot of that. 
We have uh, a partnership, uh, a co-production with Tardis Sauce that we do uh, along with the gang over at the Traveling the Vortex part podcast. I'm hearing uh, there's a possibility that that show might be coming to a close. Uh, maybe. I don't know. Um, so we, we may be looking at a, revi- uh, a revision um, we might be looking at something happening with tartar sauce. I'm not sure exactly yet, but there are a number of YouTube channels out there that are very popular and, uh, we could reach out to some of them and see if there's any interest in some kind of collaboration. We're not really that big yet, so we probably wouldn't be of interest to anyone else, but... At the same time, you know, we had Neon from Clownfish TV on here last week talking about the Gygax blow-up and the TSR stuff, you know, over on Twitter. So, occasionally, we can have people on one or other of our programs to talk about specific things that are going on in the pop culture. Um, So, you know, there's always that possibility we can reach out to some people. I am in the process of putting together a show. I'm waiting to hear back from a couple of people to get the schedule put together to talk about the Tolkien summer seminar that just happened over the weekend. I will admit, uh, I signed up and tuned in on Saturday for a while. And it's, it's a bunch of academics talking academics to other academics. And... While the the cultural aspects of it are troubling, this idea of uh, all of this um, LGBTQ representation being coded in Lord of the Rings when it's not, and a lot of this academic effort to re reinterpret everything that Tolkien did through a rainbow-colored lens. Uh, it, it is troubling, but at the same time, I wonder how many regular people, just folks, normal people, are even paying attention to the what the Tolkien Society just did. And on the flip side of it, the other... Part of that question is, even if people are not paying attention to it now, what kind of an impact will it have if academia at large embraces this idea of the LGBTQ coding? You know, we see we see the Internet blowing up about the whole Sam and Frodo should be a couple thing when they're not. I mean, best friends are a thing. And best friends is a particular type of relationship that doesn't involve sexual attraction. And a lot of these people are sitting there saying, well, of course they are. Well, no, because Sam got married, you know, Sam married Rosie whenever they got back. So I don't know. There's that. Uh, There is this question, and I need to research more of it. Uh, Mazur's mentioned Star Trek Discovery. And, yeah, you, it's the same kind of filter. It's that same kind of thing where we're going to take modern-day politics, modern-day social, socio-political economic issues, 
and put them smack dab in the middle of these stories where they might or might not fit. Um, A lot of people, see, a lot of people think, you know, this whole utopian society of Star Trek is is the ideal. This This is what we're going for. And they forget how the ideal that's in that's presented in Star Trek, how it got there. I mean, there was a third world war. Uh, we have, you know, Deep Space Nine telling us about the Bell Riots, for example. And there's a lot of there's a lot of of that that we saw last year, as a matter of fact. So it's 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 one of those things where you kind of take a look sideways at, you know, well, you want this post-scarcity environment and and utopian society, but you probably don't understand what it took to get there. And I'm not sure that people are going to be willing to go through everything that they got to go through in order for us to get to that post-scarcity society. Because we don't have the technology yet for post-scarcity uh, AGC in the chat, hello, good to see you. Uh, regarding collaborations with other YouTubers is a good idea. It's one of the best ways of growing a channel, introducing your audience to new subjects. Yeah, and it is. And we've done a, a little bit of, you know, the open mic nights. I was on uh, Peter Samedi's stream over at Alterna Comics uh, Monday night. Uh, I've done some uh, done some appearances over on Critical Blast's channel. And I'm always open to the opportunities of, of being a guest on different shows to talk about what we do here. So there's there's that. Um, the trick to getting anyone interested in our channel, like I said, is the size. We're, we haven't even hit 2,000 uh, subscribers yet. But we're well on our way. We're growing you know, steadily. Uh, in the last 28 days, we've had um, we've had uh, over 190, I think, new subscribers. And yes, Mazers, we do open mic streams here. Uh, I haven't done a whole lot of them uh, because the way we would have to do it, we we go through. We would use Streamyard for that, and there's a couple of. Uh, glitches in the audio for a couple of things that we do. So I'm, I, I got to work out a couple of bugs. Plus, for whatever reason, I don't know if y'all are shy or you just don't feel like talking, but anytime we do an open mic night, I have maybe one, two people drop in to actually say anything. So, you know, and again, it goes back to, you know, at what point do we hit critical mass in our subscriber account that the chat is lively and active and and the comment threads are go I mean you look at the you look at the Gygax interview and that one just blew up and and it's got close to 500 comments and there's lots of discussion and you know it's, but there's 15,000 views on it so i would think that it's probably a numbers game percentages and that sort of thing where you know if we get enough people watching a stream we get enough people participating in the stream uh then we can then we can do more of that mazer says i've missed them i would have come in with my dumb voice impersonations i i would look forward to hearing your voice impersonations i think that would be really interesting uh to hear 
And you know, those those of you who are watching live, you see me looking up. I've I've still I'm still trying to figure all of this out because I've got now four monitors here, and yeah, you know, somebody somebody took a look at it uh, the other night. I showed uh, I showed the stream over there on on Peter Smitty's thing, and they called it the Batcave. And it actually does kind of look if you look, it does it does kind of look like the beginnings of the setup that they had in uh, Michael Keaton's first movie with all of the screens. So, I don't know. Maybe I maybe I need more. <laughs> Although Mrs. Boss and I talked about it and I, I, I've decided that four is enough. I don't think I need any more than that. So, we'll, uh, we'll put a pin in that one. But yeah, I would like to do more open mic uh, discussions. I would like to do some, you know, those ask me anything type of things. But I also think that uh, an AMA type of scenario would work if we had somebody on as a guest who's not me answering questions. If you had questions of somebody like, say, um, uh, William Shatner, for example, or Linda Carter or Kirstie Alley or, you know, just, you know, somebody, somebody other than me. And uh, have a little bit of an AMA session, but I'd have to figure that the logistics of that. We've got some invitations out to some people for guests, uh, but we haven't heard back from anybody yet. I would love to get Danica McKellar on here to talk about her math books and her career as a mathematician. Uh, I believe, if I remember right, I believe that she's actually got a proof a math proof that's named after her or something, something that they, that they came up with while she was, uh, finishing up college. So, uh, yeah, I'd love to get her on here to talk about that. Talk about young justice, talk about, uh, the wonder years. And, you know, we have reached out to representatives for Todd Helbing, who's the showrunner of Superman and Lois. I've got a whole list of, somewhere down here in the office uh, of people that I would like to have as guests on the show. So it's just a matter of finding the representatives, you know, the right publicity managers and, and that sort of thing and reaching out and saying, hey, here's what we want to do. Uh, I would love to have Kirstie Alley on. We've invited Dean Kane. Uh, we've reached out to try to get um, uh, Dee Bradley Baker on on a program uh, we've invited Ashley Eckstein so yeah there's there's a lot of things that we would love to do but we haven't been able to yet uh, but but I you know it's certainly not a comprehensive list if all if you, if you all have suggestions of people that you'd like to see on this show or any of the any of our other shows uh, we're certainly open to those suggestions all the time uh, and yeah, it would be a lot of fun to talk to, to to Danica McKellar. It'd be fun to talk to Danica Patrick, but I, you know, she doesn't. I don't think she's in the genre space at all. But um, spokesperson for GoDaddy, I don't think puts her enough into our wheelhouse. Joel Hodgson of Hodgson, am I pronouncing that right? Joel Hodgson of Mystery Science Theater Three Thousand. Kevin Murphy. You know, I want to say that we. We talked, we do have, now that, now that, uh, yes, you've tweaked my memory. Hang on just a second, because we do have, um, 
from way, way back in the day. Let me pull it up because it's over on our .com. We have an interview. If we can get the, the link to pull up here. We have an interview with someone from Mystery Science Theater 3000. And I need to... Why is this not loading? There we go. All right. Okay. I'm going to do a search here real quick because I think we did an interview. We did some recaps of Mystery Science Theater when when it came back. But we also have an interview with one of them and I need to I need to get Where is it? Mike Nelson at Rift Tracks. Is he part of is, is was he part of of Mystery Science Theater MST3K? Um yeah. So let me do this. Let me put this let me put this inter this uh this link in the chat so people can see it. There we go. That is uh, that is the interview with Mike uh, that we did many, 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 many moons ago. And for those of you who are uh, catching this in the replay, I will add it to the show description so you can see it there too. So. Um, so yeah, it's, uh, you know, and we've talked about doing kind of a Rift Tracks MS, MST3K kind of thing here too, because we have the watch party function available to us over on our Twitch channel, which I haven't hyped a lot of late because, uh, of all the, you know, the, the hot tub stuff and the kerfuffle over there. And I didn't even, I, you know, just didn't want to mess with Twitch for a while, but we do have the capability of doing the watch parties. So if you've got an Amazon prime account, you can watch along with us and we do our little commentary track along with the movie or the TV show that we watch. And then uh, afterwards, when the movie goes away, our commentary track is the is the uploaded video that stays behind. So we've talked about doing that. We've actually done a couple of those. We didn't get a whole lot of traffic because nobody knows who we are, and that's okay. But eventually, people are going to know who we are because we broke Twitter. I, you know, I mean, at some point, it becomes a thing. Maybe I don't know how many how many times how many times can we should we break Twitter before before we we reach our goals? Um, so we're about a hundred and twenty subscribers away from two thousand, and that's got me thinking of a potential plan. I don't know if we're going to do this or not uh, because a lot of a lot of the things that we want to do we're limited and you know time manpower and resources and <coughs> excuse me we've got uh it appears we have the ability to do memberships 
uh, the, you know, the join button that you see on a lot of these YouTube channels where you can actually uh, be a paying member and get access to various different, you know, members only type of things. So it looks like we have the, the capability. It looks like that feature is active on our channel. So I was thinking when we hit 2000 subscribers, maybe opening that up, I'm not sure how many people would respond to that, but who knows? Maybe, maybe I wait till we hit 3000 or 5,000. Um, I don't know. We'll see. Anyway, all right, so a, a year later, we're still here. We're still active. Um, this has turned into more of a talk show, uh, more than I'd, than I'd prefer. But, you know, I have the gift of gab a little bit that comes from, you know, doing this for 33 years. So I can talk for 40 minutes without saying very much. <clears throat> But your feedback is always welcome. And Mazers, uh, your 24-year-old son and you are both movie rivers? Or, or does that mean you guys just sit and, and tear tear movies apart while you're watching them just for fun? Because that actually might be kind of fun. I don't know. My son and I don't do that. We, 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 don't, we don't sit and watch things enough together, but... That's a conversation for another day. All right, that's, uh, I think I think we'll wrap it up there. Um, you know, there's no need for me to get too self-indulgent for the rest of this this hour. But yes, if, if you guys have suggestions for guests, if you have suggestions for topics. Um, oh, okay, Mazer says we're hardcore MST and Rift Tracks fans. He's in Dallas. Don't see him nearly enough these days. Well... I can certainly understand that. Uh, I can I can sympathize. I don't I don't get to see my son as much as I'd like either. Uh, what with work and and family schedules and stuff being the way they are, but we're working on that. In the meantime, uh, yes, your suggestions and feedback are welcome. Uh, leave us a comment. Uh, feel free to share this or any other video uh, that you may come across that you enjoy. Um, if you want to share the channel, that's fine too. If you are new and haven't subscribed yet, we do invite you to at least consider it. Uh, and if you do subscribe, have your notifications turned on. We've got seven different programs in production here. and We've got about a half a dozen that are just kind of sitting, lying in wait uh, for us to get them back on the air as well. So there's a lot of potential here on this channel. You're, you're sure to find something that you enjoy, even if it's not me. And that's fine, too. All right. Thanks very much for being here today, everyone. Uh, tomorrow, new live from the bunker at 1 p.m. Eastern. And tomorrow night, new Ranker Pit at 9 p.m. Eastern. We'll be talking about the latest Star Wars uh, stuff and things. And then this weekend, uh, new Good Morning Multiverse and Foreign Bodies. So that's going to do it here for us today. We'll close out with this thought from Frederick Douglass. If there is no struggle, there is no progress. We make a little progress here every now and again. Struggle? Some. We're getting there, though. Thanks for being here, everyone. Remember, there are four lights. Lights. <laughs>
This has been a presentation of Sci-Fi For Me Radio. Copyright 2021 by Flaming Dog Media, LLC. All rights reserved. No portion of this program may be retransmitted without the express written consent of Flaming Dog Media.